Life is so much more than just living. It's more than just sucking in oxygen. God has a purpose for you today, tomorrow, and next week, and the week after. In fact, His purpose for your life is understood only through a close relationship with Jesus Christ. How are you doing with that? You see, then and only then will you find genuine purpose, fulfillment, meaning, and real satisfaction to every aspect of your life. Well, welcome to our mini-series on how to live for Christ. What does it really mean to live for Jesus, and how do you know whether you're truly living for Him or not? Well, I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. Grab your Bible and come on in as we dive into this week's episode entitled, War, It's Not a Game. Before we dive into this week's powerful podcast, I'd like to take just a moment and give you a a small glimpse into the Pure Man Ministry. You see, we do a whole lot more here than just produce a weekly podcast. We have, for example, a free app that's available on any smart device. It's entitled My Purity Coach. This app is chocked full of powerful tools, tools geared to help you in your walk of purity. You open the app and you'll find tons of scripture. We have suggested verses to help you memorize and take captive your thoughts. There's a boatload of verses on topics such as accountability, anger, adultery, blame shifting, living with a clear conscience, making right decisions, and so much more. You'll also find audio and video lessons from the scriptures. You can even listen to this podcast from the app. We've also designed an online training resource. It's called ChristianGrowthAcademy.com. That's ChristianGrowthAcademy.com. There you will find a growing library of video courses that are geared to help you learn how to grow in your walk with Christ. And if you're a subscriber to this podcast, then you've heard me talk about our Point of Purity program. It's a 12-week, one-on-one, Bible-centered coaching program where I sit down with you one-on-one, individually. It's not a group thing. It's just you and me. And we we dive into the scriptures and we learn how to develop a lifelong strategic plan for sexual purity. You know, as a faith-based, donor-supported ministry, everything we do here is only made possible by our team of ministry partners a group of individuals such as yourself and churches who faithfully give financially to this ministry. Without financial support, the fact is this ministry would lose its effectiveness and its global footprint for sure. You see, without compromise, I am committed to taking men and women into God's Word to show them how to have a growing relationship with Jesus, a relationship that is both real and personal. So to that end, We depend completely upon the financial assistance that comes from churches and individuals just like you, people who are committed to providing the message of hope, help, and healing to men and women across the globe as they fight a very personal battle against this beast of sexual impurity. So I am personally inviting you to join us as financial partners, enabling us to not only continue this ministry well into the future, but to develop it and grow it as well. So to give your tax-deductible gift to this ministry today, simply go to thepuritycoach.com, that's thepuritycoach.com, and click on the Donate button in the upper right corner. Or scroll to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link there. But thank you so much for partnering with us. 
Well, I hate to admit it, but sometimes, uh, no, let's be honest here, most of the time, we aren't even aware of our king-me problem, am I right? We're so used to the king calling the shots that we don't notice what's happening. We're accustomed to making our own decisions, right or wrong, believing that at the moment they are good choices. We're stuck in the rut of thinking we need to always look out for number one. I mean, after all, if I don't take care of King Me, who will? I submit you're being lied to, my friend. You have been duped into believing a colossal falsehood. You see, even though King Me is sitting on the throne of your heart, you are not calling the shots. It's not King Me who's actually in charge. You're just a a puppet ruler. That's part of the master deception of the enemy. A puppet ruler is a person who has the title that indicates possession of governmental power, but in reality, his actions are being dictated by an outside force. In other words, you think you're in charge. You believe that you're making your own choices and decisions. You're convinced you're acting in your own best interest. However, you're actually being controlled by someone else. You're just his puppet. Newsflash. The devil doesn't care about you. Okay, I I know, more than likely that's not a newsflash, but I wanted to catch your attention. He doesn't care about you. Oh, Oh, he most definitely will whisper in your ear that you're the head honcho. What you say goes. But he's just setting you up for failure. He has an agenda for you, and it is not one you're going to like. Why? Simply because he doesn't have your best interest at heart. In fact, Jesus said in John 10, verse 10, that the devil comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Now, I have a question for you. Does that sound like someone who truly cares about you? Does that sound like someone that has your best interests as his goal? Satan wants nothing more than to use his crafty schemes to make you blind, stupid, and miserable. The devil is clever. He's coy. He's manipulative. He is a master liar, John 8, 44. He loves using lies and deceit to lead you off the straight path that God wants you to walk. He wants to to take you off that path onto his twisted, dark, and sinister path that will always, mark it down, guaranteed, always lead to your destruction. You know, the Apostle Paul was well aware of the dangers that Satan poses for all Christians. In fact, we see in 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3, that Paul was afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. 2 Corinthians eleven three, Paul knew what every one of us needs to know, and that is this. Satan's number one goal is to deceive you into believing you're the king. You don't need God. And even though he is a master at deception, 2 Corinthians 2.11 assures us that Satan does not have to outwit us. We're not unaware of his schemes. Not only can we identify the enemy's various tricks and traps and temptations, but God's word makes it clear that we can skillfully avoid them as well. In the nine-week online course that we have entitled How to Overcome Any Temptation, which can be found on our ChristianGrowthAcademy.com website. In that course, I talk about making choices, right choices. You see, the choice is always yours. 
You choose daily whom you're going to serve. Is it going to be God or King me? Now, on the surface for the Christian, this question seems to have a straightforward answer. I mean, give me the choice, God or King me. I'm going to choose God every single time, right? But think it through. Every day, you're making a choice. You're making a series of choices. Every moment of every day, you're making choices. And when you are choosing in that moment not to follow God, not to worship your Heavenly Father, not to make it about Him and His honor and His glory, when you're making a king-me decision, you've automatically chosen to turn your back on God and follow the enemy. Jonah chapter 2, verse 8 warns us, those who cling to worthless idols turn away. They turn their back on God's love for them. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 6, verse 16, Don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone to obey him as a slave, you're a slave to the one whom you obey, whether you're slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Romans 6, 16. Please listen closely to this next point. It's time to submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. And God promises that when you do, he will flee from you, James 4, 7. It's time, my friend. It's time to place yourself under new leadership. It's time to choose to fear the Lord and choose to serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the God, King me, that you've been serving and serve the Lord. And if it's evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, then choose right here, right now, whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Joshua 24, verses 14 and 15. Would you listen to this next point very carefully? Watch this. Success in overthrowing the evil government of your heart requires the mindset of a warrior. Let me repeat that. Success in overthrowing the evil government of your heart, getting King Me off the throne, requires the mindset of a warrior. Another way to put it, I like to say this often, is we need to put the war back in warrior. Don't ever lose sight of the fact that we are daily engaged in intense spiritual warfare. You and I as Christians are to always and at all times be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might, Ephesians 6.10. Why? King me is not going to win the battle simply because King Me is not going to get off the throne and fight. King Me likes where he is. The king has no intention of abdicating his throne. So if you're going to win this war, if you're going to dethrone and depose King Me once and for all and allow God to take his rightful place on the throne of your heart, then you're going to need his strength, his wisdom, his guidance, his leadership, You need God in your life, and not just on Sundays. You see, Ephesians 6, verses 12 and 13 warns us, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, stand firm. Ephesians 6, 12 and 13. No, this is not a game, my friend. 
Our battle is against a very powerful, very clever, and crafty spiritual foe. That's why 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 commands you to be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. Oh, make no mistake, Satan is real. He loves to hide just under the surface of your everyday activities. He loves to to remain clouded in mystery and confusion and doubt. You know, as God told Cain in Genesis 4-7, sin is crouching at your door. It's right outside the door. It desires to have you. It wants to consume every part of your life. But you must rule over it. You must master it, Genesis 4-7. But how? How does a Christian master sin in his or her life? Well, let's take a couple of minutes here and let's ponder the following verses. 1 Peter 5.8 commands, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. Satan is spiritual enemy number one, and he is out to steal, to kill, and destroy his plan. It's really quite simple, just leads you away from your faith in God. He wants you to be full of self-confidence. I've got this. I can handle this on my own. God, I'm glad to know that you're there, but right now, I don't really need you. When you allow yourself to sink into the mire of those thoughts, you lose control. You are lulled into a false sense of security, which is exactly where the devil wants you to be. Resist him. Trust him in God, not King me. It's important in this battle that you are not letting the King distract you. You must always be thinking clearly, always be thinking correctly. King me is not going to let you do that. So you must, above all else, at any cost, protect your mind. But hey, don't take my word for it. God himself says in Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your mind. For it, your thoughts, are the wellspring of life. What you think is going to become what you do. You must also be alert constantly, constantly on the lookout for the tactics of the enemy. He wants to take you down. Just like a lion waiting in the tall grass, he will pounce without warning when you least expect it. You know I'm speaking truth. You've experienced it yourself. So trust, trust, not in King me, But choose daily to stand firm in your faith in God and resist the devil. Ephesians 6, verses 10 and 11 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. In those verses, I I want you to notice the promise that through God's strength, did did you catch that? God's strength, not yours, God's. Through his strength, you can take your stand against the enemy. We already know his schemes. We know where he's hiding. We know how he's going to attack. So take your stand. In Christ, my friend, you can do this. Shout out the top of your lungs the words of Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Remember James 4, 7. Submit yourselves then to God. 
resist the devil and he will flee from you. Did you catch the order that God gives us here, the, 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 the order of events? The first thing you must do is choose to submit to God. Choose to allow him to sit on the throne of your heart in every aspect of your life. My friend, you are not king. He is. You will never know victory until you first choose surrender. Oh, let me repeat that last point. You will never know victory until you first choose surrender. Once you have submitted, once you have chosen to allow God full reign in your heart, then and only then can you effectively resist the devil. When God has full reign in your heart, that's when you can stand in complete opposition to the enemy, and he has to flee from you like a whipped pup. Let's face it, Satan won't respond to a puppet king, but he will flee from the king of kings. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 3, it says, The Lord is faithful. He will strengthen. He will protect you from the evil one. My friend, it is vital that you not lose sight of the fact that it is the Lord who gives you the strength, the ability, the confidence to stand firm against the enemy of your soul. Not King me. It's God. In 1 John 4, verse 4, we hear these words, You, dear children, are from God. You've overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. I love the words of Paul in Romans 8, verses 37 through 39, when he writes, In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither present or or the future, any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus my Lord. Romans 8. 37 through 39. Let me repeat this crucial point. King me cannot, King me will not win this fight. Psalm 33 verse 16 declares, no king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all of its great strength, it cannot save. No, King me cannot win this fight. You need God. Well, if you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about our ministry, be sure to visit our website and and look at the multitude of resources that we've made available to you. You can go to our website at thepuritycoach.com. Again, that's thepuritycoach, all one word, dot com. Now, one of those resources that I would like to highlight for you as we wrap up today's podcast is my book entitled Extreme Mind Makeover. How to Transform Sinful Thoughts and Habits into Patterns of Life that are Pleasing to God. This book will take you on a journey throughout the Bible to examine what God has to say about how your thoughts, your words, and your actions influence and impact your heart. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 12, 33, Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. A tree is recognized by its fruit. Here's why I share that verse. Your thoughts will bear fruit, your behavior. When you train your mind to think godly thoughts, the fruit of your life, the things you do day in and day out, will be godly. 
On the flip side, when you allow your mind to think sinful, fleshly, ungodly thoughts, then the fruit of your life, your daily attitudes, your daily actions, are going to be ungodly. So how do I change the way I think? How do I change the things I do? How do I successfully and effectively guard my heart? Well, this book, Extreme Mind Makeover, will take you deep into God's Word and help you answer those questions. So hopefully that intrigues you and interests you, encourage you, go to the website, thepuritycoach.com, go to the resources page and check out the books, or you can go directly to amazon.com and purchase your copy of Extreme Mind Makeover today. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If we've ministered to you, blessed you, challenged you, encouraged you, would you do three things for us? First, would you please let your friends know about the Point of Purity podcast? Would you help us let men and women across the globe know about this ministry to help them win their war for sexual purity and live for free, live in freedom? You see, I'm a not-for-profit ministry, which means I can't afford a marketing budget. So you're you're my marketing team. So the only way that people are going to know about this podcast, this ministry, is if my listeners, if you, will tell others about it. So would you please partner with us by helping us spread the news? And then second, and this is so important, with every podcast, every episode, would you please take a moment and go to your favorite podcast player and rate this episode? You see, every time you do, your rating lets them know that this podcast is important. It's valuable. It helps us get this program and this ministry into the ears and hearts of people across the globe. It's really simple. If you're on an Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, or if you're not, if you're not already there, open up this episode, if it's not already open, scroll to the bottom to the ratings and review section. There you can give this episode a five-star rating and write a short review. Now, maybe you're not an Apple user. If you're an Android user, click the Podchaser link that's in my show notes. You can leave your rating and review there. And then third, if you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today so that you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.